And he would that Ammon should take one of his daughters to wife. But Ammon said unto him, Nay, but I will be thy servant. Alma chapter 17, verses 24 through 25. Hey listeners, this is Nick from Book of Mormon Central. And today's podcast addresses the question, How does the Book of Mormon use an ancient storytelling technique? In Genesis chapter 24, Abraham sent his servant to a foreign land to find a wife for Isaac. When he got there, he met a girl named Rebekah at a well. She drew water for him. She ran off to tell her family about it, and later she and Isaac were betrothed. Something similar happened to Jacob. He went to a foreign land to find a wife. He met Rachel by a well and drew water for her, and she ran to tell her family, and Jacob and Rachel were betrothed. As with all true stories, the author could have told these stories in many different ways. However, the reason these two stories are so similar is because they are both based on the same pattern, called a type scene. A type scene is an ancient storytelling technique where certain kinds of stories are told in certain ways. The ancient audience expected that when a main character got engaged, for example, he would journey to a foreign land, encounter a woman in a well, and draw water from the well. Then the woman would rush home to tell the family, and the man and woman would be betrothed. However, each time the storyteller applied this type scene to a new character, they would change the story slightly. This allowed the type scene to fit each character's historical circumstances, but also gave insights into the personalities of each character in the story. For instance, biblical scholar Robert Alter noted that it is only in Isaac's betrothal scene that the girl, not the stranger, draws water from the well. This fits well with what we see Rebecca doing later, when she took the initiative at a crucial moment in the story in order to obtain the paternal blessing for her favored son, Jacob. Ultimately, Rebecca is to become the shrewdest and the most potent of the matriarchs, and so it is entirely appropriate that she should dominate her betrothal scene. The more these stories differ from the basic type scene, the more one can expect that the characters in the scene will turn out differently than expected. Alan Goff has pointed out a radically different but still recognizable version of this type scene in Alma chapter 17. Just as in the classic type scene, Ammon went to a foreign land, but in this case, he went to preach the gospel. Although Ammon did not meet a woman there, the king offered Ammon his daughter in marriage, but he declined. Shortly thereafter, Ammon went to the waters of Sebus, rather than a well, to water the flocks. Finally, instead of the woman returning to tell the family about the presence of a potential suitor, the servants returned to the king with the arms of the would-be sheep rustlers. The difference between the basic type scene and the Ammon story teach us much about Ammon and how we can be like him. Instead of going to a foreign land to find a wife, Ammon went to a foreign land to preach the gospel. Then he got there and was offered the hand of the princess. He declined stating that he wished to work for the king of the Lamanites instead. In addition to simply drawing water for the flocks, he saved them at the peril of his own life. Finally, those present at the watering of the flocks returned to tell the king not about Ammon as a potential suitor, but about the power of God that was with him. The Ammon story takes the type scene in which the hero is simply trying to find a wife and turns it on its head. Everything Ammon does in the story is done for selfless reasons. The last part of the type scene in which the hero becomes betrothed is conspicuous by its absence. 
Ammon does not become betrothed at the end of the story because that was not his purpose in traveling to the land of the Lamanites. He went to the Lamanites to preach the gospel and remained focused on that goal the entire time he was in Lamanite lands. It's easy for us to become so focused on ourselves and on our needs that we rarely think about those around us. Mormon's masterful reworking of this type scene reminds us all of the importance of putting others first. If we will all replace selfishness with selflessness, like Ammon did, we can be a true force for good in the lives of those around us and have the power of God with us in our lives, like Ammon did. Thank you for listening. To find out more, please visit bookofmormoncentral.org and then click on Know Why.